<laughs> hey, um, I've actually got you on a, on a podcast right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, uh, I tried this new thing, uh, so I'm just going to see how it goes. Uh, I also sent a invite to uh, Kyle and Harry, so I wonder if they actually might join as well. <laughs> I think Kyle might be working tonight. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- part of the reason, like, yeah, I know it's kind of like all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> like, so just to give you a disclaimer, right? If you you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about, so just don't you don't have to mention it because everything's basically live right now. Basically, like part of the the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm a little tipsy right now, but uh, I kind of thought I might just record give this a shot. Um, Basically, the subject right now is, like, uh, I want to talk about, um, like, how people make money in different ways. Because, to, to see, today, right, I did my whole busking number. I, I played. I got paid, yada, yada. I dealt with the people. I uh, did my usual. And at the end of it, I... I always seem to be angry at something. It, there always seems to be something kind of missing from your experience, whether you're making money as well as the other people. But you love what you're doing, right? You love what you're doing, but you're still angry. So I'm going to pass the question on to you. Why is it you're, you fulfilled at a job you like, but you're still so fucking angry all the time? Where, does, where do you think that comes from? Um, well, that's a really interesting question for a start. Uh, I personally don't think it's in regards to the actual busking itself that you're doing. But at the same time, it could maybe stem to there. I know by knowing you personally, the anger is something that comes to me and it's so the anger might be on the side as opposed to to be part of the music that you're doing. Yeah. Um, in regards to the question, I would say it's sort of the same as I work. I know I do a typical 95 job, but some personal life can mix in with your professional life, if that's what you want to call it. Right. So the anger that you feel could be from your personal life, but if you let it get into your professional life, it's almost a part of that. Would you say that this anger is almost uh, unavoidable? emotions so if you feel it's unavoidable then you're going to let it run its course as opposed to say if you can avoid it completely you'll be able to do it yourself but if 
they have had experience in fucking then it's unavoidable. Um so do you think we can control our anger in these situations? Do you think that's possible or do you feel like we just have to like let it run its course? Certain emotion take hold of you or hold of you, sorry. Um, like personal life, your personal life, or vice versa, it can cause disruption or even distraction. Yeah. But if it comes from your personal life into your uh, professional life, again, it could distract you, but we have the power to control our emotions, whether it's from work or weather. So they actually control the emotions in the first place. Do you think sometimes uh, those lines get blurred and we often forget? How to manage it? If that question makes any sense. Yeah, that question does make sense. It's very, very easy to your emotions at work to cause you a distraction or even trouble for yourself. If you love emotional you're going to become enamored by it and it totally controls all your thoughts and all your feelings. Having a relatively good day at work and then all of a sudden something happens and maybe somebody or something happens and it can totally animate your emotions. And ultimately you'll be angry for the rest of the day. It can spill into your both work and personal life. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a, everybody has kind of a threshold when it comes to anger? Do we, do we, do we have like individual thresholds where they have to happen at different times? Because you might be angry um, at one point, but another person, your friend, for example, might be angry at another point in time during the day. Does that make sense? Like, and so maybe it's hard to 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 relate because because the, the threshold is is hitting at certain times of the. Well, my threshold is usually around eight o'clock. Eight
levels of anger, I would say, or maybe different thresholds, as you'd say. So it is possible for people to be angry or even upset even at different times. But that's kind of external. So we can't control other people's anger at different times. We only experience our own emotions at that Sorry, you've uh, you've cut out. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Sorry, it was just cutting out a little bit. Um, oh, it's reaching down the background. I don't know what that is. Um, trying to think what else I was going to say. Uh, do you think? Okay, this this is another deeper question in of, of itself. Do you think anger has almost become the norm for people to to exaggerate? Whether they're working a job or they're freelancing or they're just paying bills or just getting by do you think anger has just become the norm rather than actually people saying oh anger is a problem but anger anger seems to just be the norm is it not I don't know if that is the norm for everybody but if you experience it enough it can become the norm for yourself but if in some cases that helps to Motivate you maybe job done or generally work. Form of anger, but that can also help to motivate the job done or pay your bills. Right. It could be a norm for certain people, but maybe not everybody. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Kyle or Harry would have got the message by now. I don't know if they've uh, joined, but um, I've sent the message out. Because I wanted to kind of get more people involved. Uh, I don't have a... Yeah, it's. I don't. Again, you. I mean, you've spoken your piece about the question, so I I really don't know what else to add. Uh, Is there like... any other question you want to ask me? Feel free. Like, uh, you've—I mean, if you're willing to talk about it, like you've had moments in your job where you've been so fucked off, you ju- you just wanted to go and drink because you wanted to forget. And I've actually, 
I'm experiencing that, that day as of now. Inside day to day, and it just feels—it feels logical. Is that the right way to say it? It just feels kind of logical. Like if you just want to block out all the shit, do you just want to drink it all away? Does that seem like the logical way to do it? Because because what else would you do? If you like to. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, what was the question again? So, basically, like... Is it just the norm when you're angry at a job to just drink your fucking problems away? Uh, because that seems to be the norm, is it not? Because otherwise we would have learned the way of escapism or... Like, Well, I wouldn't say it's the norm, but that is an option to vent your frustration about either work or your life. Um, it might be the norm for some people, but I guess it's still just an option as well. There is days where you want and you feel like you like to drink or you just want to escape and go somewhere else. Drinking is one good mechanism. Maybe music yeah. is another, which I use a lot. Uh, daydreaming is a big one for me as well. If I'm having a particularly bad day, I use a lot of daydreaming. Sometimes escape reality, if that's the right word to use. But, yeah. but drinking is definitely one option. It's down to the person again if they choose to use a certain coping mechanism to escape reality temporarily. Yeah. Music's always a big help for me as well. That's usually a good one for me if I'm having a particularly bad day. Music helps me to vent through the lyrics, no matter what it is, if it's pop or rock or even a bit of blues. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we just all suck as a as a species. That could very well be a possibility, but you don't know that for sure. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Is, could I ask then, in regards to that, is that your frame of mind, or is that like a an assumption on your part? Uh, it's an assumption. Can I ask why? 
Uh, I think I think when you encounter a lot of people in your daily life and you don't necessarily get treated properly, I think that that becomes an assumption, and that assumption becomes your reality because it's almost become uh, practiced quite frequently, and then so you you adopt that belief, and then it becomes your your norm, so to speak. But but it's something that can be changed. It's just. For some reason, that seems to be the default in a lot of different circumstances. Um, so do you believe that yeah. maybe manipulates or influences your on people? It can. It can if I let it. If, if I allow it, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just aware. I'm aware enough to know that that's not true or that doesn't have to be true. Cause I know fundamentally people are good. Um, so what is it that's but, telling you that people suck basically? Oh, because I have a dark side. Just everybody has a dark side. Uh-huh. And so that dark side, your mind is telling you those things so it's really your choice if you buy into them or not and yeah there are days where I do want to buy into them because maybe you're in that mood maybe you're not uh, but I don't I don't see it as a negative thing I see it as just a happening I see it as just an occurrence I, I don't see it as a bad thing uh I think we've been conditioned as human beings to look at things as good and bad, but really it's just relative, is it not? Well, it depends on what you're comparing it to. So really this is just a comparison theory. This is just a um, simile where I fit in the world in accordance with other human beings' thoughts and beliefs. Well, everybody has their own separate individual beliefs and ideas, uh, which would be maybe different or maybe the same to everybody else's. It could just be assumption sometimes, but if you prove to yourself that that's the actual facts, then at the end of the day, you're right. But an assumption can also be wrong as well. That just might be your mind telling you one thing, the reality is telling you the other. So what's, uh, do you think reality is the true reality or do you think reality is just a mask? Well, if I can see it, I can touch it, I can taste it, I can smell it, and I can experience it, to me, this reality seems real. Hmm. I'm sorry if that's quite a boring, kind of plain answer, but if I can experience it, touch it, taste it, etc., to me, that proves to me that that's real. I've got the evidence to suggest to me that this is real. 
So if you believe you have the evidence, then you will conclude that what you're seeing is reality, basically. Yeah. I am in the belief that if I want to believe something, I have to have the evidence to back up. Um, And rightly so. Uh, Yeah. Uh, My personal belief. I don't know if anybody else shares this with me that I've known before, but to me, evidence is major to prove certain things, like the existence of God, for example. I don't believe in God because I believe there is no evidence that he exists. It seems like people are only speculating that it exists. So, yeah. so every... Every theory about God is basically a speculation rather than an actual fact. Well, it's a belief rather than hard evidence. Mm-hmm. Personally, I believe if God did exist, he would make himself known or show himself. But some people say planet Earth and the universe and human beings and nature is all evidence in itself that he actually exists. But I am more of the science side, I believe, like the Big Bang and, you know, stuff like that to actually prove to me that this is how life came into creation. Do you think science and God can exist uh, interdependently or do you think they will remain separated until some type of event takes place where that actually makes it possible for those two two sides to... I think it's impossible for them to coexist. Honestly. I believe science is one thing and religion is a separate entity. Because God may have been behind the Big Bang, but there's never been any evidence to suggest that. So my personal belief says that religion is separate from science because religion is based on belief, whereas science is based on hard facts. Correct. Um, So why... Why till now, why have people resisted scientific fact and still stuck with their religious state of mind? Why why do they feel like they need to cling to a religious belief as opposed to a scientific fact? What do you think the, the state of mind is for these people? That's a good question. Um... In religious sense, I think it's a security of the mind. If you believe that there's a God in the sky that's going to save your soul, that's like a safety net. As opposed to science yeah. says there's evidence that maybe we don't go anywhere when we die or we don't know where we come from when we're born. So religion is like the kind of comforting 
agenda as opposed to science, which is the less emotional and more stone cold facts. For some reason I heard a drill in the background. <laughs> it was my phone, I got a message from WhatsApp. <laughs> was it Kyle by any chance? <laughs> it was Sarah. Yeah. Um, yeah, to, to add maybe religion is like the fear-based belief and fact of reality is just <laughs> neutral state of that we all kind of experience when we're born to this. Like we don't really need to find a way to believe in it we just we just kind of accept it as it is because it's all it's it's like it's always happening to us like every moment of the day mm-hmm. um but uh sorry i I try to keep on track as much as i can uh like yeah, that's the thing. If, if God really existed, why the hell are we not prospering? Like, well, why are we suffering all the fucking time? What, why did we have to prove something? But he said, if God did exist, why did he not have Hitler's head? Yeah. At the end of the day, I think it's just only the person's individual belief. If I believe in science, believe in science. If I believe in religion, believe in religion. Can you believe in both? That I don't know. If you think it's possible, then I guess you could. Would it even benefit anybody to believe in both sides? Well, maybe if there's some things that religion couldn't explain, then science could explain it, and vice versa. If there's something that science couldn't explain, then religion could explain it. So doesn't this come back to a a consensus of we don't know the one without the other theory, where basically we don't know light without dark and black without white. It just comes to that. Could you explain that a wee bit? Yeah. Wouldn't that just mean that we we need the contrast in life to decide what what is right and wrong. Because without the contrast, we wouldn't know what black is and white is, and, and blue and red uh, and vice versa. Yeah, like I've like I've actually said to you in previous occasions before, like good and bad. Like you need bad to complement good, unless good would be completely impotent. 
So you need the contrast of black and white, or up and down, left, right, good, bad, evil, innocent. So you can contrast and compare the two to make your decision on which decision you're going to make. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good compare and contrast to help you make a decision like, and what you're going to believe. Do you think our life is uh, just a bundle of contrast waiting to be explored, or do you think like we don't really need the contrast to live life, or do you think there's kind of a a confusion there? Like, do you think we need a we need a balance? down to the person's choice between the two. Contrast between the two. To live the life. Like, am I going to be a good person? Am I going to be a bad person? What is good? What is bad? What's right? What's wrong? The contrast is there to help the decision, I would say. Can you define further uh, by by what you're saying about helping the decision? Uh, well, I'll give you an example. Like, if you woke up tomorrow and said, "Right, I'm going to be good today. I'm going to go out. I'm going to treat people nice. I'm going to bust. I'm going to not be violent towards people. That's being good." Whereas you could wake up and say. I'm going to be angry, I'm going to be pissed off, I'm going to treat people like crap. It's a matter of choice, I would say. So you've got a choice to make between the two different um, types of person you want to be, or the good and the bad, or the, you know, the right and the right. But what if you're nice to people, but inside you're still feeling angry? How do you how do you juxtapose that? Hmm. Well, unless the person or a person has actually treated you bad, you could possibly keep the anger inside, but at the end of the day, you're going to vent one way or another. So unless maybe somebody has treated you less than kind or good, you have a reason to keep in the anger as long as you don't take it out on some other person who maybe hasn't treated you like crap. So maybe a coping mechanism could be put in place to vent said anger. Or you could just unleash it onto the person that's caused you to feel like crap in the first place. Right. So, so that 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 also adds another another part to that question. Take out on the person. Do you just end up? T-
out the anger on yourself by default? Well, if like me, you internalise it a lot and seem to blame yourself, the anger would be directed at the person itself rather than the person who has caused said anger. Uh, if you feel it's easy enough to vent it onto the person that caused you to be upset in the first place, then that's a kind of quick fix. But if you internalise it, it will eat you apart rather than be kind of unleashed onto the other person. Um, I think those are good enough. Yeah, those are enough enough conclusions. I would say. Uh, I really don't. I don't know what else to add to that. That's that's perfect enough. Um, well, I'd like to interject that that's just my personal beliefs. I don't know if anybody else shares the same beliefs as me, but that's personally what I believe. That's, uh, that's, um, uh, hell, uh, fuck, I could, I guess we could wrap up this uh, episode because that's, <laughs> I think that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I get anything to that. <laughs> Is there any other questions that come to mind? No. 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 Okay. Well, I'd just like to point out, in case anybody actually listens to this, I can't remember the proper term, but I do not believe in God. I am not a religious person. I think that's either agnostic or atheist. So. Personally, myself, I don't believe in God. Um, call me a sceptic, but honestly, I don't believe there's enough proof or evidence. So I take the stance of God doesn't exist. Very well. <laughs> I hope I don't sound too weird on this because I've still got a bit of a sore throat, to be honest. Um, yeah, listen, uh, thank you very much for, for joining me on this. And then uh, I hope you have a, a good night. And um, maybe, maybe uh, in a future episode, if you're up for another one, I don't know when I'll be posting another one. But uh, I, was being, I was basically being nagged by the network to, to upload another one because apparently they told me that other people were listening to him like like oh she, you should upload another one I'm like ah, your pressure at best oh you ready yet you know like I didn't know what the right time was to upload another one actually I'm I'm pretty much open to doing it anytime so I don't know if I should actually yeah. maybe talk about more formal or informal so 
for anybody listening, forgive me if you can't understand me. I will try a bit better next time. <laughs> well, I, I honestly like I've been putting putting episodes off because I I basically been promising viewers that like <laughs> a couple of days in between because I need to kind of research things and gather knowledge and all that crap so that takes a while i'm sorry for people listening uh it can be a bit stressful but um i just want to thank mojo for joining because obviously you you've you've been on my show before and you you've expressed your opinions and that that in itself is is insightful content for people to kind of like kind of understand people better you know and this this podcast essentially is not just about one person this is about people and about understanding the world and there's just there's there's many more subjects to be to be explored as well uh i didn't i didn't set this podcast as one intentional subject i mean this this can cover everything this can be so diverse uh so uh are you good uh you want to wrap this up Oh, well, I guess uh, I think we're good. So she's she's cut offline. So uh, I think we'll call it a day. So anybody, um, just want to thank you for watching. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm a bit tipsy. But uh, thank you for listening. To the Absent Monk Radio Podcast. I am Lost Boy of Satan, and uh, I hope you guys have a good week and. Uh, Enjoy whatever you get to do. Sorry, I got disconnected. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I just said my farewell to the show. So, do you want to say goodbye as well? Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to me, and I'll hopefully see you on the next one. So you you good? You said your piece? Yeah. Your uh, your connection's a bit fuzzy. Uh, the signal might be a bit funny here. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, till next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs>